Warning, the No AC Only Fans podcast may include content not suited for non-mature audiences who can't take a joke. We would like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. Enjoy. Welcome in to the No AC OnlyFans podcast with your host, Big Crispy, a.k.a. Big Simpin', a.k.a. Tyler Gump. Sitting across the table, like always, my main man, Christian Klein. Hey, you forgot, a.k.a. Dr. River Dozer. Oh, River Dozer coming soon, the new series. Hey, we got a new series starting. This man's over here looking fine as a dive today for his (laughs) girlfriend's mother. Hey, you got to show out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she mentioned the podcast at all? No, she didn't. Oh, she didn't say anything anything about the little brown book? No, she didn't, but I think she, she knows. I mean, she definitely knows. Hey, it's better for her to know than not to know. Hey, it ain't like you can't search us on fucking Google, find everything that we got. I've noticed that. I love that. Now when you Google our names, like the first thing that comes up is no AC only Exactly. So it's like, oh, fuck. My SoundCloud really comes up too. You can't hide shit like that, man. You it can. Is is. So you know what? You're out in the public. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, hey, I can say what I want to say. I can be myself. And I'm a tree her daughter, right? So I mean, can't beat that. What hey, can you say? Nothing's wrong with doing the right thing. You know, uh, right. <laughs> you could do you as long as you do the right thing. Exactly. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to hide. I never have. I'm me to the T, baby. Hey, that's all you can ask for in nowadays oh, in relationships. Can we, can we? Uh, we gotta uh shout this out real quick. Apparently. Jelly Roll is in the hospital right now with heart conditions. Oh, damn, what's going on with him? He's got heart conditions. We got to say a quick prayer for him, everybody, because that motherfucker is, he is, he's a god on the mic. He's got soul in his voice, man. We got to say a quick prayer for him. I don't know if y'all are religious or not, but keep him in your thoughts and prayers. We need that motherfucker. Can't get wrong with Jelly Roll, man. Hell nah. Especially when he puts out some good-ass music, bro. You can't, Soulful good mm-hmm. songs. Can't let it go. Somebody save me. I love that song, too. I was me playing too, bro. Me the too. other day. Uh, anyways, like we did talk about, though, too, the Dr. Dozer. We shot our first skit. Sure Pretty did. much. And uh, we think we're going to turn it into a series. <laughs> series, and we got big things come with it. Hey, no, there ain't no thinking. We're turning it into a series. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's coming, but I would I, I would love to do more shit like this. I think we can do th- We're going to get some people involved. We're going to have to hire. If Obviously, go watch Dr. Dozer, uh, River Dozer. It's going to be out. Episode one. Yeah, it's going to be out. At, uh, I'm going to, honestly, if you want me to upload it early, I'll try to upload it on Wednesday. Hey, we'll call it Wednesday. A lot of twists and turns about to go on in Dr. Dozer. <laughs> Check it out if you have not checked it out already. It should already be there. And if you want to see more skit comedy like that, you got to keep following along with the No AC Only Fans exclusive channel. Hey, I mean, we'll give you a little insight, a little teaser of uh, Dr. Dozer. You get to see your boy C. Klein as a mental patient. <laughs> a mental patient. I'm pretty... That's uh, a good way to put it. I mean... 
I play that as a good role because I'm fucking crazy as hell anyway. So whatever. I played the part very well. A little funny, but a little serious. Y'all got to go check that out. Dr. Dozer episode one. Hey, hell yeah. And then, uh, like we said, on the topic of some things we was wanting to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's just get right into it. Them fucking EDM festivals. The EDM community. We coming for you. <laughs> I mean, wh- wh- where is your starting off topic on this? I know it's, uh, it's something that you seem to be passionate about. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it. I've just been in the scene. I've been to multiple raves. I've been to Lost Lands. Shit, I mean... You just see some crazy ass shit up in that bitch. Do you think that's my thing, right? Like you have to be that type of crowd, you know, or whatever. And if you're involved with certain activities, it kind of makes it more enjoyable and shit like that. My thing is is like, I know some people that be doing it and they live some normal ass lives outside of that. But when they go to the EDF festivals, they're a whole different person. They be slutting the fuck out, bro. (laughs) Slutting the fuck out, be doing hella drugs and shit like that. And you just be thinking to yourself like, damn, bro, how do you just live your life like normal and just nothing ever happened? And then you go back to your nine to five business casual, you know, whatever. they They be doing X and Molly on the weekends with their hobbies and then going back to their jobs. I mean, whatever. Just like some people be drinking on the weekends, getting fucked the fuck up if you don't know about it. <laughs> that is Old true. Old Bill from work. Oh, my God, He man. could probably go home, crush 12 boost lights, and beat his wife. Do you know about it? <laughs> Hell no. Until he don't show up on Monday and some of these rumors start flying. Until <laughs> you see that mugshot on the fucking Jailbird magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story from that shit? Oh, my God. This shit was hilarious as fuck. I walked into a liquor store one day, right? Of all things. And I was like, oh, damn. It was a Kroger liquor store of all all places, you know? And I was, like, checking out. I was getting some shit for uh, whatever we were doing that night. I don't know if I was hanging out with you or who I was hanging out with. But um, I was checking out. They had self-checkouts out this one because, you know, nicer or whatever. You don't have to ring up at the counter. They had self-checkout. And I'm checking out. And like you said, the magazine is sitting right there. Up on the little fridge, you know, where they usually have the drinks or whatever. And I'm yeah. looking at it, and I'm like, wait a minute, I think I recognize that person. And I pick up the magazine, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I do know this motherfucker. And it was like the homeless, a homeless guy from when I did security. Yeah. Him, his mother, and his brother all got arrested for attempted robbery. Him, his mother, and his brother. Really? All got att- arrested for attempted robbery. They were all in the magazine. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, my thing is, if them motherfuckers got arrested for attempted robbery, the thing that's playing out in my head is they tried to rob somebody, they got that ass whooped. <laughs> got sent to jail. Maybe, bro. They were some drugs, bro. Like, they used to be drinking heavy, and they lived behind the Kroger's that I used to do security at. So, like, they was, they was all had to take city back there and i was like when i seen it i just was laughing i was like damn bro like they really went downhill you gotta be extra special to be above man like <laughs> it takes something else man to be that shit you ever recognize anybody on any mug shots or like locked <laughs> no. up or some shit <laughs> but that reminds me of some label shit though <laughs> as we was chilling fuck when the fuck was this shit this was like <laughs> that summer that uh when I was like my first year in college and I came back for summer, 
He was staying at this uh, little uh, hotel or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it was, apartment. It was right across the street from the Giant Eagle, and I'd come over to his house. I'd pick his ass up. He'd be like, just take me to the Giant Eagle. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Or maybe it was a Myers. It was one of them joints, whatever. So he was like, all right, park over here. This motherfucker would go up in there every, it was like every Friday, and he would go up in there and steal like five bottles of shit. Like, it would always be Sunoco, the shitty K joints, and uh, some, like, tropical, some type of tropical vodka. I can't remember. Maybe it was Fedka, something like that. He would do it every week. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you never get caught with this shit? He goes, nah, bro, I'll be coming up in here every other day doing this shit. I'm like, what? They had to have his picture at some point in time, you would assume. He moved away from there, so... Shit, oh, well. bro. <laughs> it is what it is. You're lucky you was an accessory to robbery, some theft. Oh. Your car was the getaway driver. Oh, I, I, well, that car's long gone. And all <laughs> I got to say is, I didn't know. I didn't know nothing. I didn't see shit. I mean, I've, I get it. I feel like, you know, there's a point in time where stealing is justified. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anything can be justified at some point in time if you... Are under the certain circumstances, but to just to steal to steal, like my old boss. Uh, I remember telling you that I don't know if you remember that story very well, but though when I worked at the Random Center, uh, my old boss yeah. used to fucking go. She I can't remember what she called it. She had a condition or whatever. This is what she said. Oh boy, uh, yeah, that's what they, that's what all the bitches say. I got a condition for this crazy thing I do. <laughs> That's another topic. But uh, she was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just have to steal in every store I go into. It's like, it's just, she can't leave the store. It's a compulsive store. thing. Yeah, she can't leave the store without stealing something. This bitch was like on the clock. Like, so we worked, here's our store, and it was in a plaza, and like four, four or five shops down was a drug mart. That oh bitch boy. would go into Drug Mart and steal shit every day while she was on the clock. You know, go in, buy cigarettes. She would steal a bunch of makeup and shit and then come back in, at our store. And I'm like, bitch, you're going to get caught one day. She did, did she? Well, not only did she get caught from there, but then she also got caught embezzling $12,000 from our fucking store. Jeez. That we was working at. And it ended up being more money. It ended up being like, like... Past $10,000. And a rent center? That she was showing up. She was showing... She was stealing merchandise and shit, too. Damn. She was, like, delivering merchandise. So this is how they got her on all that shit. She was taking merchandise. She was signing up her family for shit. Brand new fridges, brand new stoves, brand new TVs, blah, blah, blah. She would take it to their house and then just say, oh, well, just don't ever answer the door again if anybody comes knocking. Don't ever, don't ever answer anything. And she would pay them. She would pay them like 50, 100 bucks to use their address and shit to deliver the stuff. Could use a fake name and all that shit. And then just fucking get the shit delivered. And then you would never see it again. They'd never make a payment on it and you couldn't find them. Whatever. How you going to find somebody with the name's fake? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So she, and then they tied it all to her. She stole a bunch. Dude, she probably stole like 10 TVs. Probably like five TV stands. Damn. Uh, brand new washer and dryer set, brand new stove, brand new French door refrigerator, brand new living room suite, all this shit. Plus, she was taking money out the bank deposits. And this is how she got caught. I knew something was up. I, I was suspicious myself. 
You know what I mean? Because uh, one day I was working and she like something happened with her son or whatever. And she left and she's like, can you close the store down and do the bank deposit and everything for tomorrow morning? So I'm like, yeah, we had a little safe. We put it in that night or whatever. And I went to do it. And I noticed there's a bunch of deposit bags because we had like little plastic deposit bags you had to put them in. Yeah. They were all ripped up and shoved in the back of the safe. And I'm like, Damn. hmm, that's a little odd. You know what I mean? That uh, shouldn't be a thing. So I go to take the deposit to the bank the next morning because she was off that day. And I'm taking the deposit into the bank and she's in the fucking bank depositing a large stack of money. Oh my. And I'm like, hmm. So I don't say anything. You know what I mean? I, she's seen me or whatever. And she was like, she just thought nothing of it. You know, like I was going to be dumb and didn't know what she was doing. And she was just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, hope your day's going going to go good or whatever. Be easy. If you need anything, call me. And I was like, yep. And just like acted like I didn't say anything. I didn't bring it up or whatever. First thing I do, I went back. I, I started thinking in my head. I called my brother because he was managing the store in Finley. And I was like, hey, like, uh, I need I need to run something by you real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, what should I do in this situation? Like, should I call Eric, our district manager? I was like, should I call him and tell him, or should I do some more investigating before I get a hold of him? And he goes, try to do some more investigating first, you know what I mean, before you accuse somebody of something. Yeah. He goes, Here, my brother had the information to access our security system because he used to run that store. He's like, here's the information to unlock it. He's like, go in there in the cameras. Look on the cameras, get any footage you can recorded or whatever. And first off, you was fucking king of this shit. <laughs> so I was fucking running this shit and I'm like in the security cameras. Here's the problem with having access to the security cameras. Did I find evidence of her stealing? Yes. Did I also find evidence of this bitch coming into work every day and changing in her like changing in the store? Yes. I watched security tapes, and this bitch every morning was coming in in her pajamas, changing into her clothes, butt-ass naked, up on the security cameras in the office, getting changed and shit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I got evidence, and I got evidence. Why did you blackmail? <laughs> Why would I do that? Because be like, I don't want nothing. You should have been like, well, let me let me skim a little bit off the top, or I'm telling. I wasn't trying to get arrested and take the court, bro. She got a fucking felony for that shit. Oh, she did. Yeah, they charged her with a felony, took her to court. What do you mean? But uh, well, you could have quit and fucking. <laughs> but I had all that off the top. She ain't gonna say nothing about. I you. had all that recording footage, and our other man, like, so there's three managers in the role, right? I was doing credit. She was the store manager, and then we had a female, uh, whatever you call it, sales manager. Mm-hmm. And me and the female sales manager, you know, kind of had a thing going or whatever at some point in time. Okay. Whatever, but then, you know, she left me for her fiancé. Jeez. <laughs> she, right. Well, she was breaking up with him, and then we was doing our thing, and then she went back to him. Bullshit. Right. Anyways, that's not point of the story. But she was also changing on the cameras with her. There was a couple times where they were both naked up in the office. And I'm like, I can't be telling my boss, like, hey, look at this footage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like well, did you think they were attractive women or what? I mean, they ain't bad looking, but I wasn't going to, like, screen grab it or anything. Like, they're not, like, it. the camera footage isn't that great. It's, like, it's okay. But you still see some titties. But you can see what's going on. Yeah, and I was like, damn, bro, like. This is fucked up. Should you I just do it? Any? No, I wasn't doing none of that. I was in the office, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, do I save this footage? Do I just let it keep going on? 
I have all this access to this shit. Yeah. You know, I, there was some thoughts in my head about like, oh, what, should I, what should I do? But then I was like, I also, if I tell my district manager, he's going back, go back and look at the footage. And I know he's going to see them bitches naked, change it on the camera. Cause he's going to look at the same timestamps I did. So I was smart and I was like, okay, I can save them the embarrassment from them being nude on camera. So I timestamped all the, like, I just got the timestamps of when I seen everything going down and I presented it to my district manager. He didn't believe me. For the first two months, he was like, nothing's going on. I don't know what you're talking about. Because the store was losing money every month for like a year, bro. And oh, he, just, he just thought like we, our sales were bad. He's just like, no, it's just our sales are bad. Our sales are bad. That's why we keep losing money, blah, blah, That's blah. how stores close up. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? So then he fucking, he investigates the shit. Once I tell him I got whole cold hard proof and there was a... There was some shit that went down when he was at the store and he kind of caught her in the act, but he didn't know if it was real or not. So he was like, I think he came to me and was like, I think you're telling the truth. He's like, I'm going to have to do some more investigating. Please sit on this information. Don't tell a soul. And I'm like, all right, I got you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he ends up, he ends up getting her fired and the, uh, credit ma- or the sales manager fired because the sales manager was involved in it too. She was hiding it for, her. and I didn't know that. And I had to thank for that bitch so that I looked like an ex- <laughs> then I looked like an accessory to robbery and shit like that. You know, fuck whatever looting. I don't know what it theft, whatever the accessory. fuck it is. Yeah, accessory to theft. And I was like, I was, grand larceny. Everybody got fired, and I was the only one left standing. Cause you was you was part <laughs> of the detective crew. I know, so Dr. like Doctor Dozer, <laughs> Doctor Dozer, part of the detective crew. You're right. And I was left standing, and then my brother had to come from his store to help me run my store. So you were managing it. Well, I mean, it was like kind of in the air. Like we didn't make a decision. I was never technically the store manager, but. I mean, I was pretty much doing everything, you know what I mean, with my brother. And uh, fucking me and my brother made a profit for the first month in like 13, 14 months of the store. Damn. We made a profit. And literally, like, we're all excited. We're happy. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like, we're turning this shit around. And our district manager walks in with the fucking, like, uh, the regional manager. And the whole state, pretty much. Yeah, the state, like, uh, fucking Ohio, Michigan, and, like, I think it was uh, Indiana or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and he goes, we're all going to have to sit down and have a talk. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then he was like, we got to close the store down. He's like, I'm proud of you guys for making a profit this month, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, we lost too much money. Corporate wants to shut it down. <laughs> So, all because that bitch. All because of that bitch, bro. So we lost you the lost store. Your job. Yeah, and I had to take a settlements package. They gave me a settlements package, which was some bullshit. It was like six hundred bonus dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a fucking gift card to a, to a rent a center. There's like five of those in the whole state. <laughs> so they gave you some bullshit. So got that shit. What incentive package? What do you mean? It was six hundred bucks. It wasn't a gift card. It was like six hundred dollars, like it. cash. God damn! And I was like, "Yeah, that's what I said." I said, "I just help you guys take down a fucking grand Big larceny bit. over here." Yeah. What do you mean? I get six hundred dollars. I was pissed, 
but uh, so yeah, I lost my job, and then I had to work every single day until we closed the store down. You know how embarrassing it was to come to work every single day and like literally like watch all the shit come off your shelves and people take it and whatever. And like the last day, I, it was just the desk. It was just our front desk and like nothing else in the store. And I literally had to sit in there all day with my brother. And we're just like, well, <laughs> they sold out everything in the yeah, store. Well, they, yeah, they were selling stuff, and we had to like run people and write shit off, shit and like close? transferred it to like the other shit stores. Cheap up in there? Oh hell yeah, they were selling shit for cheap. I bought me a TV stand. I bought my own. It was like a hundred something bucks. It was originally like five hundred. I bought it. I was what like, about appliances and shit? Yeah, they had appliances. They were selling everything, bro. If they did, if anything didn't get sold, it got transferred to one of the other locations. Damn. Pretty much, but. They were selling shit really cheap, and I was like, damn, man, like... You still got that TV stand? Yeah, it's up in my room. Hell yeah. But I was like, damn, man, like, I felt like I did something good, and then it backfired in my you face. You should have just let that shit play out. I, I was thinking it. About was it was going to close. I should have blackmailed it. I should have blackmailed it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was going to close anyway. <laughs> you going to suck my dick, or I'm going to... <laughs> no, you could have been like, I'm going to need a thousand, or I'm, I'm going forward with this. I'm ta- I never thought about that. I could have done that. But good in my heart, man. Yeah, I didn't want to see some shit I'll happen. So not only did she get charged a felony from Brandon Center, but then she also got charged from Drug Mart because she was stealing there and they caught her over time. They had like they had like hours, hours of footage of her stealing, bro. That's an easy case. Yeah, so like you're dumbass fucking was stealing hell of shit. And like that man. bitch is like and this bitch had a pet pig too, which was funny. This bitch was real sleep. She was real, <laughs> real white trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like real white trash. Like I went to her house that one time. We stopped at while we were working. Of course you went to her house. And we seen that. I seen that pet pig. And dude, I'm talking about like, you know how people live shitty? I'm talking about there's pig shit all over the house and everything. It was disgusting. And then that's what I was like, man, this bitch, something's wrong with this bitch. But that's the type of people you see up there, the, you know, up northern Ohio. Lord you, got them, you got them weird motherfuckers, man. And it's just some crazy shit. You know, you never know what's going down in the workplace. I guess, you know, to all the people out there, if you see some shit going on, try to get you a little bit before you get a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> shit, nothing's wrong with that. Get your shit, shit wet before things get sticky. <laughs> you, do you, what would you do if you was in that situation, though? If you if you caught a co-worker, would you do it? At a motherfucking rent-a-center? Oh, I would well, no, try to skip a little bit off the top. What about a, your, uh, let's say, uh, your current location, what you're doing? Would you, uh, your current occupation? Depends would you? Who, it depends on how well I knew her, what evidence I had. The same situation, I'd have tried to get a couple racks out of it. I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> I feel like that's what I should have done longer and longer. Shit, if it was a big time operation, I'd have tried to get a lot more. Yeah. Could you ever go undercover? Say, say, say the feds came to you and was like, hey, we want you to go undercover. Oh, I could do it. In your workplace and blah, blah, blah. We're trying to catch somebody. I could do it. I'm a talker. I get everybody to tell me shit. That shit would be fucking dope, dude. I want to do some shit like that. (sighs) Me too. It'd be fun. It'd be fun to be in, in a police investigation or some shit. Hell yeah. Until you get yourself killed or something. Yeah. <laughs> then it goes downhill. I mean, you just got to watch your back for real. Okay, back. Another thing that we were talking about before. Let's just go ahead and crush that shit. Moral of the story. If you can get a little bit before things go bad, you better do that shit. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So what was that? Uh, you, we were talking about this a little bit earlier about the state of Ohio 
has some type of deal with the Amish. Yes, I wish this person was here to speak upon this. But um, a certain, you know, someone Uh that uh, I'm pretty close with was telling me that during a class that she took in OSU. My state university. That they went and did a tour of a local prison. And the prison warden took them on the tour and stuff. And somebody brought up the question of what happens if a female gives birth in the prison? What happens to the babies? Does it go to DFS? You know, blah, 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 whatever. And the warden was like, nope. She's like, what do you mean, nope? What happens to, like, what the fuck? You killing the babies or something? Nope. Uh. The state of Ohio has a deal with the Amish. And apparently, every time a baby is born in jail or prison, that baby is given to the Amish to grow up and live. And I was like, you're fucking pulling my chain. There ain't no fucking way. That makes no fucking sense. And she's like, I'm not fucking lying to you. Like, they, I got evidence about this shit or whatever. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is the Amish doing? Are they running a sex trafficking ring? Yeah, what kind of body slavery shit is this? What is going on? Like, is that how they keep reproducing? Because I feel like, you know, growing up with no technology and shit, like, you might lose a couple children every now and then. You know what I'm saying? But who, like, how do they distribute the babies is my question. Do they just go to the same family every time and say, here you go, here's another one? Or do they like, oh, you got one this week. You can't get this one. We'll give it to the next one. That reminds me of something. I had this professor, a criminology professor in West Virginia. She actually went to Ohio State. And uh, there was this, uh, she was like a big advocate for uh, human sex trafficking. And uh, she spoke Russian, right? Oh. And uh, she was like a, a TA or something at Ohio State at the time. And, uh, basically what happened was they went in a barn somewhere around, uh, Zanesville and they found a bitch chained up in the fucking barn that was from Russia and they couldn't find anybody that spoke Russian. So they called her ass and she went from Columbus to Zanesville and translated the shit. And basically what she told us was she had no idea how she got there. She didn't know she was in America. She didn't know anything. She was fucking, basically, she was getting fucked by all these people chained up in somebody's random barn in Zanesville. Did they catch the person that was barn? Hell was? yeah, they called him. Bro, so they must have had her either really drugged up or like bagged. So she couldn't see what she the was fuck was going on. She was chained like this. Well, that's what I'm saying. To get her to America, though, she had to been either heavily drugged or bagged or something, shoved in a container. Some type of fucking major big crime ring. That is fucking. They isn't it say insane? That shit really goes on, and we don't. Well, and Ohio is really bad for it. Well, yeah, they have all those signs at the airport about trafficking and shit because it's Ohio's like the uh, the airport or whatever is a big hub for planes to fly through. And connecting flights and shit, so they have a lot of fucking trafficking when it yeah. comes to that. Shit's sick. Which I mean, like, you would you would never think that shit goes on though, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. in your mind you're like, yo, no, that can never happen, you know what I mean? That's like, what you, I'm saying. You it's see this crazy. shit on TV shows and whatever, and you're like, ah, I would never see some shit like that go down or never hear yeah. like that's in the dark shit. But like 
it really be happening? Like, what it would does. you would you be shocked as fuck if like you came came find out your neighbor was part of a sex trafficking ring or something? I don't think. I mean, I don't <clears> think it goes on as much in the city. I know it probably does go on, but like, think about all these rural fucking towns. Like, I think about that when I go to my parents' camper around Zanesville. There's so many barns out there in the middle of fucking nowhere. Who's to say there isn't some Russian immigrant chained up in the fucking in the barn that's about to get fucked by Tim, Dick, and Harry over here for 20 bucks? I hope they wasn't selling her for that cheap shit. Probably not. You know what I'm but, saying. I mean, like, I get what you're saying because obviously where I grew up and everything, yeah. being out in the country and stuff, it is kind of weird because this is the thing that kills me. You can live in a small town for as long as, you know, you, I lived there for 13, 14 years, whatever, 15 yeah. years. And I tell you what, there are so many different side roads, back roads, country roads. You don't, you can discover a new street all the time. Yeah. A place you've never been down, a fucking area you've never been to. And it's like you said, it's just cornfields, a house every now and then, a barn, you know, whatever. Yeah. So people really could be hiding the shit like that, which is, it's kind of insane to think about. And I would hope, you know, none of the shit like that would happen. Like, but it's insane to think about that people would be that, that sick in their mind to, to treat another human being like that. But I think some people just see it as a business, just like other fucked up shit, like dog fighting and cock fighting. And, you know, some people just want to bet on it. It's fucked up, but like, when I was living in South Carolina, like cockfighting was a big thing, and so was the hog fighting. How did you feel about cockfighting? I mean, it was going on all over where I was living. I feel like I could bet on cockfighting. I don't think I could bet on dogfighting. That sounds fucked up. Dogfighting was just as big. Like chicken, chicken just, fighting is. But one the thing, thing is, when you, know you talk to people down there, they're like, "My dad said he's been to a cockfight." <laughs> Like, it's that common down there. Like, it's not... Well, yeah, I wonder if you just ever walk into a situation you don't expect to walk into it, next thing you know, you had a cockfight. It's probably... Yeah, it's probably true. It would just be one of those things. Just be doing it. I know dogfighting's just like that, too. Uh, dogfighting's kind of fucked it's up. It's fucked up. I know. Hell no. Cockfighting is fucked up, too. I don't condone any of that. It's fucked up, but, you know, some people just... Like it, I guess. Do I don't th- know. Do you think people get so addicted to gambling that they have to find new ways to gamble because the r- traditional gambling? Well, not really. Boring? When they're fucking legalizing it in every state, they just legalize it in the state of Ohio. Sports betting. Well, yeah, sports betting, but I'm sure like they get bored. Like if you have a gambling addiction, I feel like any other addiction, you eventually get bored of that and you try something else. Same like thing, like. Like they say with weed, if you, you know, obviously like yeah, the classic school thing, oh, uh, you're going to smoke weed and then it's going to lead to you doing other drugs or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But who doesn't say somebody, you know, they be doing something and they're like, oh, I should do pills or something. I'm just not getting high off yeah. this anymore. That's stupid. So like what happens if that's what how it goes with gamblers, you know, they they be gambling on sports or whatever. And then they're like, man, this isn't enough. I need a rush. So they take to something else like cockfighting or dogfighting and then they get a new rush out of it. I mean, that's a good take. I mean, it could happen. People were fucked up, but I mean, what do you think the ratio, here's a good question, what do you think the ratio between like high up government official rich people be partaking in such things as sexual trafficking, um, illegal activities like that, cockfighting stuff, versus the like 
blue collar worker or something. Do you think? Oh hell. Do you think like every now and then? Do you think the ratio like higher up business people and rich people are the ones that be doing sex trafficking and shit? Or do you think it's like I the think, everyday average I Joe? Think they're in charge of it, but the but the average Joes are the one carrying it out for the right price. I get it what ain't. Saying. Uh, Bill Clinton is not keeping girls in his barn in Zanesville, Ohio. Right. He's keeping them in, in Billy Bob Thornton's. Billy Bob Joe Bob's fucking barn over here in McConnellsville, Ohio. That's his barn. But somebody's brother knows somebody. They gave him 50 racks, and he's like, fuck it, I'm broke. <laughs> My so teeth needs fixing. I, I, I got <laughs> to make a living somehow. So that's what you think be going on? Hell the, yeah. the rich people it's mastermind big, it? It's all like a a big pyramid scheme, low key. Like somebody's at the top, but they're somebody's below them to where they can sweep it under the rug and not get caught doing the shit. And they're just so high up that you can't touch them, basically. Oh yeah, kind of like Jeffrey Epstein type shit. Which is fucking insane. Did you ever? Did we ever even get a result out of the uh, Elaine Maxwell trial? Like no, I don't even remember. Who knows? That's I don't even remember hearing anything. It's, it started in September, right? It's probably gonna go on forever. I was going to say, has it ended or like, is it still going on? I couldn't even tell you that. But I think that's a topic for a, for another podcast. After we do some research, we could talk about that particular case. I would be down with it. I mean, just illegal activities in general. Now, I'm going to sound stupid, but uh, Big Crispy, the, you know, the newspaper comes on Saturdays for whatever fucking reason. And I was like, damn, bro, like, I got to take a shit. So being, being the old person I was, I took the newspaper up to take a shit. And I was sitting there and I was like, man, I'm really getting old. If I, you know, I've never thought about reading the newspaper while I was on the toilet. That's always like a dad thing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would never think to do it, but I was doing it because you know what the title on there was? What? Something about robbery suspects caught. And you know what I found out? Not only the golf course down the road, but the Birch Tavern, the bar we were just oh, at, shit. got broken into and robbed. Oh, fuck. During the fucking night on February it's 10th. Like, so that was a couple days ago. It's like good old nasties done been broken into multiple times and they can't ever get into the safe. <laughs> Dumb idiots, bro. That's what, like, what kills me is you know what they stole from the golf course? What? Five dollars and quarters. That's they what they shit. That's what they said they recovered from. The, Take that fucking money home. <laughs> if I got a business, I ain't leaving no shit in there for somebody to steal. It's always some motherfucker that's pissed off that used to work there. That's what you think it is? Hell yeah. But they, so they were explaining how the people got caught, which was kind of interesting. An officer was responding to the alarm at the Birch Tavern getting broke into. And the officer, as he was going to the alarm thought he saw the car that was caught on videotape at the golf course. So instead of responding to the alarm, he whipped a Yui and pulled over the car that he suspected to be the robbers from the videotape, and it ended up being them, and they had a bunch of stolen merchandise from the t- the Birch Tavern in it, and he caught them, that's how they got caught. And I was just thinking, like, damn, bro, like, why didn't I hear about this? I didn't even, you know, I live fucking not even two minutes down the road from the thing, and I didn't know it got broken into or some shit. But it just goes to show, no matter where you live, crime be taking place. Because uh, they did say the two men that were caught lived over there on the west side of Columbus. Oh, of course they did. And they had just been traveling out doing robberies all across Columbus. So they're they're getting mobile. They're not even sticking to their area anymore. Shit's crazy, man. You just got to be watching out while you're out there. Lock your cars up and all that shit. Lock your cars. Do what you got to do. 
make sure everybody, well, not everybody, but make sure there's a gun in your household. I think everybody should have a gun in their household. That's besides the point. I think tonight's going to be a short podcast. I think we're going to wrap this shit up. It is pretty late, bro. We got a late start to this shit. But, uh, you know, it's another short and sweet episode this week, but we'll get back on track next weekend on that long episode. Look out once again. Oh, shout out to Columbus Distributing Company. Hopefully a future here sponsor coming up soon. Oh, hell yeah. We got to talk to Mr. Tony Colombini again see what's going on. I would love me, Big Crispy would love, you know, some Bud Light hard seltzer sodas. Also, be looking out for Dr. Dozer. Maybe a Big Crisp can post a teaser early this week. I think I will. I might just post the whole episode at the beginning of Wednesday. Oh, shit. Be on the lookout for that, and then be on the lookout for the new vlog on Friday. And go back and watch that uh, where we vlogged the uh, Special Olympic basketball game. And the Super Bowl special. Shit. We've been doing things. We're staying consistent, coming at you with new content. The weather's getting better, and we only starting for this summer, baby. Just wait for all the skits and pranks we got coming for y'all in 2022. Hey, that's all I got to say. You got anything else to tell the peoples? I think the song of the day should be that uh, Hank Hill. Hank Hill? The Hank Hill thing? Hank Hill Ooh, song. I'll insert that Hank Hill or whatever. It's like a Trap Hill or some shit. Trap Hill. I don't know. Link will be in the description. I'm going to play it. Uh, we didn't have time to load this because the vlog is uploading over there. Anyways, that does it for this week. We appreciate y'all so much. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next Friday. Good night, babies. I keep that thing on me, god damn it Bobby They see me selling propane and now they trying to copy Pretend to be broke but I got hella cash If you use charcoal I'ma kick your ass Made this money from propane bitch I feel like Pablo Escobar but I don't sell cocaine bitch Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me I keep a rocket launcher in my basement Made this money from propane, bitch I feel like Pablo Escobar but I don't sell cocaine, bitch Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me, I keep a rocket launcher in my basement Oh man, goddamn, I caught Bobby jacking off Syrup ain't no cough, Big Hank break the law Lady Bird, that's my dog Peggy got that wet wet, I flip you like a tech deck Yeah, I run my set set, I'm running up them check checks If you using charcoal, that's a red dot at your head Propane till I'm dead, bitch I'm off the meds We be smoking loud, and you smoking on mid Me and Dale getting lit, and I'm running from the feds Made this money from propane, bitch I feel like Pablo Escobar, but I don't sell cocaine, bitch Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me, I keep a rocket launcher in my basement Made this money from propane, bitch I feel like Pablo Escobar, but I don't sell cocaine, bitch Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me, I keep a rocket launcher in my basement